Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. We are going to be discussing how to finish the school year strong at home. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and share some of your ideas on how you have dealt with schooling at home during the COVID-19 pandemic and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We love to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these testimonies of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say... I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place for home, family, and relationships. It's your talk show. We love to hear from you. We'll be back for Thoughts from Home. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and the Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule.
Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. As the coronavirus began to spread, school districts quickly shut down, closing facilities and shifting classes to online. As a result, many parents suddenly found themselves thrust into a new role, teacher. With more than 50,000 coronavirus deaths in the U.S. state, United States governments have issued social distancing measures and ordered a stay-at-home. Some government officials have proclaimed that schools won't reopen this spring, while some colleges have already moved summer classes online and are looking ahead to the possibility of remote instruction for the fall. Despite the pandemic, the need for an education at all levels continues. Most families right now are supporting their children's learning at home. In this instance, connecting with your student's current school is key. Not all school districts are equally able to provide virtual learning, which may create additional challenges for parents of K-12 students. Likewise, some students lack Internet access at home or access to electronic devices for schoolwork. Considering the challenging situations parents now find themselves in, finishing the school year strong is the goal. So as parents and students experience the school at home, which is what so many are choosing to call it rather than the traditional homeschooling, which traditional homeschooling has plans and guidance developed by parents only, there is no guidance from school or teachers. With stay-at-home school, parents follow developed plans provided by the school. Students are adhering to guidance from their local schools through virtual learning and lessons plans being sent home. But even with the guidance of navigating the K-12 world can be frustrating for parents. The most important thing to exercise right now is patience. Patience should extend not only to students, but to parents as well, because they have essentially become substitute teachers. I want to encourage families to find online resources to help supplement learning materials sent home. Parents should seek out help with lesson plans to aid instructions and to connect with your child's teacher for guidance if needed. Virtual museum tours and other things online are great resources that are available. This can also help round out assigned schoolwork and give your child a fun experience while stay-at-home school is in place. If you are a family that does not have the resources to provide the necessities like internet for your child to continue with their education, contact your local school to ask about accommodations. If you are a family schooling at home, I want to encourage you as a family to start every day with breakfast. Follow an organized schedule and have a dedicated study space. One thing that's tricky with homeschooling is schooling at home. It can be confusing to have boundaries between school and home. And it might feel like you never leave school or home isn't a comfortable place anymore because you associate it with school. That makes a dedicated study space important whether it's a room or just one chosen area. Another big adjustment for students now is not being around classmates. It's not like when you're done with school, you can just go over to your friend's house and play or spend time with them. Kids should try to connect virtually to avoid feeling isolated. And families considering homeschooling after the coronavirus pandemic has passed should understand the significant commitment it's requiring. Really what it factors down to is the willingness of a parent to invest the time because that's what you're asking of a public school or a private school teacher, to invest the time. Staying organized is key, so make a school schedule starting early, preferably the same time the kids start at school. Start with breakfast 30 minutes prior, and then the earlier you start, the sooner you'll be able to wrap up your day. 
Starting at 6 or 7 a.m. will often have you finished by lunchtime, so start your schooling day with math or subjects that are most generally take most of your brain power. Make an agreement among yourselves that as long as lessons are finished for the day, then the rest of the day can pretty much be left for the parent and the student to do what they want. This can be motivating for all the lessons to get done so fun day can start. Parents should also think long term. Are you thinking about homeschooling now that you have experienced homeschooling? You need to understand educational requirements and plan across the multiple years. Families also need to think about the end result and where they want their child to be when the high school graduation day arrives. That comes down to vision. The idea of vision is understanding and becoming good at recognizing your child's strengths, and at the same time, parents should recognize their students' weaknesses and push them to improve in those areas. Homeschool curricula across all grade levels can be found in abundance online and can be tailored to family preferences. The options range from educational to adding emphasis on religious education as well. For subjects parents may not feel that they can adequately teach, turn to a homeschool co-op. Real-time or self-paced online classes are paid tutor who can help your student with a subject. By understanding the homeschool environment and outcomes, whether prompted by the coronavirus or not, growth rates indicates that some families will likely turn to homeschooling over the long term. The actual number of homeschooled students can't be, can be difficult to pin down, but a report from the National Center of Education Statistics estimated that 1.7 million children were taught at home in 2016. Even the Department of Education can't be sure, however, and other estimates put the homeschool population well over 2 million. Quality can be hard to measure, and homeschool advocates tend to heap praise on the education outcomes while critics claim the validity of their research and is the suspect of something like an agenda to spread homeschooling. Some critics worry about both the safety and the efficiency of homeschooling. Parents choose to homeschool for many reasons. A Department of Education study published in April of 2017 found that in 2012, 91% of surveyed parents who homeschooled were concerned about school environments with regard to safety, drugs, or negative peer pressure. Another 77% cited that they desire to provide moral instruction, and 64% said the same thing about religious instruction. Some of the other reasons cited were having children with special needs or mental or physical health issues. The limited data means educational outcome for homeschool students are unclear. It's possible that the points of both advocates and detractors ring true. Some students do fall through the cracks when they are homeschooled. Homeschooling is a job and a decision that should not be taken lightly or without lots of research on how to homeschool. If parents are planning to be instructors, then they need to make time to educate. So whether you're planning to, to transition into traditional homeschooling after you have experienced at-home schooling, or you will just choose to at-home school as long as needed, one thing still remains. You are responsible for your child's education. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back.
The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. James Long Real Estate, Riata River Ranch, RES, and At Home with Debbie Rule. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho County. The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week we'll be talking about how to finish the school year strong, staying at home. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com for At Home with Debbie Rule. I'll see you then. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are discussing <coughs> at home schooling, or which most people refer to as homeschooling, but technically it's not homeschooling, it's at home schooling. I don't know, but a lot of people are thinking about transitioning into um, what we call homeschooling now, and there have been concerns uh, with sending their kids to school, such as. Um, drugs and alcohol and all kinds of things that people, you know, have worried about with their children. And now that they have experienced homeschooling a little bit or at homeschooling, they've thought about transitioning. So uh, we don't know what uh, everyone's thoughts are, but some of the things that we've heard. So, And joining you on tonight's show oh, is yes. your wonderful husband, Rudy oh, Rule. Yes. You stole the line. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> So good to have you tonight. I'm sorry. I just kind of went on and oh, left you. That's yeah. oh, uh, happens. Trying to catch up over here. That happens. <clears throat> sorry about that. But yes, I'm so glad that you're here with me tonight because uh, schooling at home can be a challenge with kids and parents. And now that uh, things are kind of opening up and parents are going to be going back to school, going back to work, we still have technically a month of school left. It's just such a strange situation, isn't it? Yes, it is. And so parents are not only going to be responsible for, you know, having to get back into the workforce and uh, maintain taking care of kids that are not in school, but are still responsible for all of their schoolwork. So uh, that, that could be challenging coming up uh, for some parents. And we know that just being at home right now, uh, and trying to take care of uh, kids and doing their schoolwork and stepping in as teacher. If you're not used to that, it could be trying. Well, you know, we've raised three kids. Uh, our youngest is, what, 23? And married. So we've taken them all the way from kindergarten through high school, learning how to drive, paying their insurance. We've got that experience. And during that whole time, on many occasions, we discussed the options of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's just so many reasons 
why we didn't. Mm-hmm. We looked forward to a break from the kids and having them home all day. Over the summer, you know, we were ready for school to get back into session. What's going on right now, you know, we did check into homeschooling on more than one occasion. And the way it's done prior to the coronavirus pandemic, homeschooled kids could participate in extracurricular activities at the school level, sports and different things, band, all of the different functions, they were eligible to participate in that. And what you've got going on right now, all of that is stopped. Not only is school out, but there are no sports, there's no, there's none of that stuff, that extracurricular activity. So, you know, parents that are getting the taste of homeschooling are really getting a double whammy because they can't put their kids in any after-school programs or uh, para-school programs. There's no athletics. There's none of those things. So it's just a unique situation, and I really think that we can foresee some changes going forward. These parents are going to have experience with homeschooling, and if they don't have input to their local school, and I'm talking nationwide, if their local schools don't listen to their concerns, there's going to be a lot of people that say, you know what, we did just fine homeschooling, and we're going to go do homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a little bit more power in a parent's hands going forward, I think. Well, and um, understanding what traditional homeschooling is, is that you as a parent are going to provide all of the curriculum and the lesson plans and all of that for your stu- for your child. And so right now what we have with at-home schooling is the school is still providing all of those things, the lesson plans, the virtual learning and uh, teaching, and parents are having to oversee that. So basically what happened is the teacher, the parent stepped in to be the one to help the child be able to do the work at home, which does and take some, you know, does take some instructing because uh, if they're required to do an assignment but they don't know how to do the math assignment, then guess what? You've got to help them do it. So, you know, the key to um, success in finishing this year as far as finishing strong and making sure that your child completes everything that needs to be done and learns something is, uh, first of all, you know, what we said in opening comments was just to be very patient, take a breath. And I know you guys have been doing it for several weeks now, but now with the news that we are going to not be opening the schools again, especially in this area, then you know that you're going to be finishing at home. And so, like we said, going back to work, some people will be going back to work. And so this could be challenging for you to be able to oversee and to make sure that your child has their assignments done and in uh, and graded so that they can get credit for the school year. That's a lot of pressure on families right now, uh, trying to figure out how to do all of this when it's new and do it in a timely manner. You know, there's only a few weeks left of school left, and they're trying to figure it out as they go, and that can be very stressful. 
um, you've got other things that you're dealing with. Some people are dealing with a lot of financial hardship and, you know, different kinds of stresses in the home. And then you've got schooling on top of that. And so things can be quite tense uh, in some households, and we understand that. Uh, having all your kids home is quite tense sometimes. And uh, with it being stay at home, there's no other outlets, like Rudy said, quite stressful well it puts a strain on everyone Mm -hmm. and i'm glad you made the distinction between at home schooling and homeschooling what they're dealing with right now is they get the lessons from their local school and the the parent becomes the person there that has to answer the questions and can you imagine trying to teach math algebra geometry to your child Mm -hmm. I mean, good night, or science, or English. Mm-hmm. How do you, what's a dangling participle? What's a preposition do? And the kids are, and the schools are doing a really good job of doing, you know, virtual teaching and, and having uh, classes on Zoom and different, you know, different areas are dealing with different things. There are some school districts that are unable to do that, and so a parent is totally on their own as far as helping the child. But you're never really alone Um, One thing that we want to encourage you to do is reach out to the teacher. If you are struggling with getting uh, the work done, if you're having difficulties with getting your child to cooperate or you're having difficulty with the instruction part, there may be something that you can do. Maybe you can get um, a tutor that could do uh, Zoom or the teacher may be able to do that. Um, but, But don't let this rest you know the rest of the school year go by and just say well it's just a lost cause there's just a few weeks left I haven't been successful at this I cannot uh, instruct my child in these areas that I am unfamiliar with and quite frankly my child is not wanting to do it (laughs) Uh, you know I mean there are some of those problems too you know a child's at home and they just are not going to do it so you're dealing with all kinds of things and um And we just want to encourage you tonight that uh, the school year is not over yet. It doesn't matter uh, if there's just a few weeks left. It's never too late to start and plan and prepare. Get a place set aside where your child can focus on their schoolwork that's quiet. Um, And, you know, set up a routine and and get a schedule because it can seem like a never-ending thing if you're just scattering it all out through the day and you have no plan, you have no preparation, you have no organization. And quite frankly, when it's time for the papers to be due, you don't know what's done and what's not been done. So a plan and being organized is really, really key. And some of you have probably found that out doing this at home, that you've got to get a plan and you've got to get organized. And we talked one week about, you know, maintaining a routine Uh, during this time because routine is so important. It's so important in regular days, but especially now for people to not fall into depression, but to get up and to do uh, the normal daily activities. And so if you've got kids at home, routine is just critical for you to be able to complete everything that needs to complete. So, you know, get your child up and, and have breakfast and have school. And if you're the one that's there helping instruct, well, then, you know, have your plan of how you're going to do that. Um, 
And remember, you're not alone. You can always reach out to your kid's school uh, and to teachers because they're there to help you. They they understand what you're dealing with. And um, I know that most teachers, they're teachers, and they're very sympathetic and compassionate. That's why they're teachers. And so don't fear reaching out or don't feel like you're a failure because you can't do it. Uh, get the help that you need so that your child can finish this school year strong with good grades and complete and be ready for next year. I was listening to everything you said, and I had so many thoughts. I mean, oh. everything you said was absolutely correct. But from a parent's point of view, they're out there thinking, you know, you you know what Mike Tyson said about having a plan. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And I, I just imagine if we had to do this with all of our kids in school, one would be in high school, one in junior high, and one in elementary school. That means we would have to connect with three different teachers minimum and then try to teach those kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. It's, and, oh, we've got a plan. Yeah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> so, And, you know, I, I want to say this. I'm so impressed with our professional educators. I don't think they have ever been challenged the way they are being challenged right now. And they are they are dealing with it and they are rolling with it and they are making it happen. And I would just imagine that they're working double hard, twice as hard as a normal school year because of the way they have to reach out to these parents and these kids and try to keep some semblance of normalcy. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, I've heard so many people say, boy, we really appreciate teachers now. Yeah. Because they have, you know, you got parents at home with one, two, three kids. A teacher has 20 to 30 kids mm-hmm. all day, every day. And so we need to appreciate our teachers our administrators, you know, just like we appreciate our uh, food service workers and our uh, people at our grocery stores. Those are the people that are out there working and continuing to keep things going. And it's a, boy, it's just a challenge. It's just, there's so many aspects that are challenging. It's just impossible to list them all. But talking about teachers, I don't think our educators have ever been as challenged as they are right now. And, boy, they are stepping up and just getting an A-plus for the work that they're doing. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Brule, where we're talking about at-home schooling and uh, some things that you can do to help your child finish strong in this school year. Stay tuned. We've got lots more to come in the second half. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. 
The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. T-Birds, Texas Wildlife Supply, Walmart, Youngblood Tire, Yesway, and West Central Wireless. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho counties. The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about uh, at-home schooling and helping your child finish strong uh, between now and the end of the school year. Um, you know, this has uh, been a trying time for parents and for teachers uh, with the anxiety of doing something a little bit different and having pressure on your uh, child to complete the school year. Uh, teachers having to develop things in a different way and have it ready in a timely manner and and to do things that's out of the box for them as well. And, uh, you know, it's just been a learning curve for everyone to try to adapt to the uh, stay-at-home orders and the fact that we are unable to do the things that we regularly do. And school is one of them that's been challenging for families and for educators as well. Um there sometimes seems to feel like you're just out of control or, you know, you just, you don't know what to do. And, um, so the, um, the freedoms that we have as far as, um, you know, the extracurricular activities being canceled and different things like that, that's put a little bit of a damper in there as well on some, um, with some people so well you know that's a good point you really don't have any control you mm -hmm. have to react what's going to happen next you know our local educators have to hear from uh, the state governor the mm -hmm. leaders in Austin and they get their marching orders and they say okay and then the teachers hear from the superintendent and say okay and you just you're not in control. You have to be reactive and responsive. 
and it's just such a challenge. It's just mind-boggling. And to be a teacher and go in and say, well, what's the plan today? And have your administrators say, we don't know. And for a long time they didn't. And then the governor came out and said, we're ending school for the year. And it's just in a, we're in a situation where one size fits all, and that's never. If you've ever bought anything that says one size fits all, it doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit. And so well, that's the situation we find ourselves in. We're, we're dealing with the entire state, and the entire state has to do everything the same way regarding school. And it's just, you just, it's like taking medicine. You just hold your nose and swallow it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just a, a, a unique situation. We weren't prepared for it. Nobody was prepared for it. Nobody ever, I don't know anybody that ever had any idea of how to deal with something like this. Because it has impacted every aspect of society. Mm -hmm. And... Whenever it, when you've got that as a background for schooling at home, I mean, everything's affected. So everything's different. So school being different is just one of the things that's different, along with everything that's different. And it's just the people that are making this happen and making this work are doing an unbelievable job. We just really need to be thankful for them and tell them so and appreciate them and say, you know what, it's just amazing what you did in this time of crisis. Mm -hmm. um, you know, something that could help you to finish out the rest of the year is, you know, the weather's gotten nicer and it's, uh, you know, you've got that spring fever. You want to go outside. Kids don't want to stay at home inside and do their schoolwork. Um, maybe a little space with a change of environment could help your kids uh, do it out on the back patio maybe early in the morning one or two of your your, your subjects um, break up the day in different ways uh, find different things online that can help reinforce what it is that the child is learning at that time uh, movies or uh, different activities that they can do because you know uh, when you bring a little bit of excitement or fun to it, you're going to have fine fun. Your child's going to have fun. And this is, you're going to look back and you're going to think, you know, this is an experience that was difficult and it got thrown at us and we did it. And you'll be grateful um, at the success that you find when you do these things. And so, you know, having a plan, although that may seem like you can't have a plan, uh, but sitting down and trying to to figure out some type of routine of you know, starting regularly in the morning and getting things done. Uh, if you want to accomplish and finish strong, you're going to really need to, you know, get your bearings and sit down and write down a plan and inform your kids of, you know, this is how we're going to do it. This is our schedule for the day. They relate very well to that because they have a schedule at school. They know how long the class is and they know from one subject to the next subject what's expected of them. And so trying to repeat that a little bit at home and uh, throwing some fun things in there and different activities, maybe a change of um, of the environment a little bit to help them um, enjoy a little bit of the outdoors might help you. You know, balancing that work and balancing 
uh, school can be difficult. Some parents are working from home, and they're also doing schooling at home, and they're also trying to deal with everything else. So, you know, we feel for you that this is a difficult time for everyone, and there's a lot of stress on families. And a lot of families are doing really, really well. And there are some families that are just uh, about to sink. And we just want to encourage you. Uh, reach out. Reach out to your school. Reach out to your teacher. Reach out to uh, someone that has some good wisdom for you. Uh, if your family is in trouble, then uh, you know find someone that you can talk to to get help. Because this is not an uncommon thing for what we're dealing with right now. If you turn on the news every day, you hear some psychologist on there telling people how to deal with the uh, effects of the pandemic that we're in. And so, you know, just don't feel like you're a failure or that you can't do it or that you're not doing well. You're probably doing better than you think. Uh, It's just new for everyone. And uh, so, you know, find your bearings and get get a schedule. If you haven't had that already, start it now and uh, take the next few weeks to get everything completed and done so that your child can get it turned in and get credit for the year. Uh, one thing that might be easier is maybe you've been running around every morning looking for a pen or a pencil and trying to say, you know, where are the pencils? Where are the pens? You know, whatever else supplies that you need. But find a place where you can kind of organize those and keep it in your space where you're going to be doing your schooling so that your kids can find things. They don't spend 10 or 15 minutes looking for something uh, which could have been used for their time of learning and then moving on to something else. So, you know, building a schedule and finding um a place to be organized and have your supplies and the things that you need, you'll find that it will go a lot easier and be a lot less stressful on you if you will take some time to do some preparation. And um, and then helping your kids, I think they will perform better when they feel a sense of stability and security there because that's what they're lacking. In school, they know what they're going to get. They know when they go to that class. They know when to go to that class, and they know what's going to happen over the next 50 minutes or whatever that they're in that class. And what you've got to do at home is you've got to provide that security and that stability, and I know it's hard, but that will help your child to be able to accomplish the things that they need to accomplish. You know, they're they're thinking Uh, is affected by the things that are around them. Do they have a place where they feel like that that's where they can study? Are they, um, you know, what... What are, what are the things that are going on around? Is there a lot of high stress? Are there things that, you know, the children are dealing with issues as well as the parents? And it's very different for them. And they're expected to do the work, and they're the ones that's getting graded. So we need to be sensitive to the kids as well. Well, everybody's going to have to deal with this, and so it's not easy. And if it's not easy on the parent, it's not easy on the child either. Mm-hmm. And this is a great opportunity to have those family meetings and sit down with the kids and say, this is our situation, and this is what we've got to do. We've got to be a team, and if we'll work together, this will work a lot better. You know, a kid that's in higher grades might understand that, you know what, I'm going to be graduating soon, and I've got to have this knowledge if I plan on going to work or going to a technical school or going on to college. I've got to know this. I've got to be able to pass and get my high school diploma. Mm-hmm. So 
they may buy into it, whereas lower-graded children might think, you know, it's playtime. School's out. That's the answer to a prayer. Let us have a early summer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you made a good point about some parents are working from home. Some of the YouTube videos of people on conference calls and their kids acting up in the background have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. But everybody's dealing with a unique situation. And when you're a family unit, it's a good time to state the situation. This is where we are. This is what we've got to do. And I was just, while you were talking, I had these thoughts going through my mind. You know, it wouldn't be right to say you don't eat until you get your homework done. I mean, you you can't do that. But I would be tempted to say, yeah, I'm not cooking until you get in here and we get this lesson done. Because sometimes kids just get rebellious and they push you right to the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that sign, I'm on my last nerve. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I'm sure that there are a lot of parents out there that are on their last nerve. Um, You know, just making things, it takes a little bit of thought and a little bit of creativity to help your child work through this time and for yourself too. And organization is key. Uh, That's the only way that you're going to be able to make it through with your kid and be able to get everything done, especially if you're working from home and there are other responsibilities on you. So start now. You know, putting that together, if you haven't already, you might have been forced into that situation already to uh, lay down a plan and get organized and find things, you know, together so that you can accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished. And if you haven't and things haven't been going well for you, uh, then that's okay. You know, we start again tomorrow and we just start with a better plan and a better way of doing things and sitting down and talking with your kids, you know, and being um, a listener, listen to your children and and listen to some of their concerns and what they're dealing with. And then it's okay for a parent to share with them, you know, this is new for me. I'm not your teacher and I, and I am not equipped to really do all of this, but I'm going to do the best that I can. And I just ask that you do the best that you can. And together, if we both do the best we can, then we can Uh, get through this time and you will be successful with this school year. Uh, Communication, I believe, is just so important uh, between the parents, the school, and the kids. And let your kids communicate with teachers. Maybe send a note or a thank you note or, you know, uh, if they have any questions, be sure to reach out to the teacher. They are available uh, to answer those questions and to be able to help you facilitate and to accomplish uh, the things that the kids need to get done. Um, We had one listener that uh, is a teacher, and I had asked um, teachers and also parents if if they had any insights, and we had someone that said um, she's a special ed teacher, and she said that she's a hugger, and so this hasn't been very much fun for her because she can't, you know, hug her special special ed kids. And so, um, you know, that, that has been part of it too. We've been isolated and kept from a, um, from not only being in school, but all the things that come along with that. And that's the relationship and the connection that we have with other people. And that is lacking. And we're created to need that and to desire that. And so I know that that's been very difficult uh, not only for teachers and students and parents, but but all of us uh, that, you know, miss 
the fellowship and the time that we have together. Another um, person commented that um, they think that there is much more practical life skills being taught at home. And that is an excellent comment because we've had uh, so many people that have said, you know, they've had an opportunity to teach um, more homemaking skills and teach, uh, you know, kids are learning how to do things that they wouldn't be learning how to do if they were in school all day long, but they're getting their schoolwork done and they're also seeing what happens in a home that helps a home function. They're learning a little bit more about what their mom or their dad does at work because they're seeing them work at home. And this is just a, it's a great time that if you will look at the positive that uh, you can learn more, there's more um, freedom to bring different things into the teaching environment for your child that maybe they uh, didn't receive in school because of, you know, the, the that they can't, you know, especially religious uh, foundations that you might want to bring in there. So uh, just think of it as being a positive way for you to be able to finish the school year and make it what you want to make it. Sure, there's requirements and there's things they must do, but there's some extra things that you can do to make it fun and entertaining and also a learning environment at home. And one thing about it is that once you once you do this, you'll probably continue and kids will be excited to have that other aspect of it, of the things that they're learning at home. So uh, learning more life skills at home, that is a great comment. And I see a lot of that actually happening with families um, during this time that they're at home. So um, it's a challenging time, but also can be a very rewarding time as well. I have some uh, funny things that I want to share. Do you have anything you want to add? Oh, no, I'm just listening with rapt (laughs) attention. Um, I found some uh, tweets, uh, some parents that were tweeting about, you know, at home schooling. And uh, one of them said, I'm not saying I'm going to be terrible at homeschooling my kids, but my daughter just asked me, Dad, what's a synonym? And I replied, it's a spice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Quarantine homeschool spirit week. Monday, pajama day. Tuesday, pajama day. Wednesday, pajama day. Thursday, pajama day. Friday, pajama day. So, uh, you know, and, you know, one of the moms, another mom said, um, Something about, uh, let's see if I can find it here. Every day is crazy hair day at uh, homeschool. So, um, you know, it's like homeschooling day five. Don't forget to write the date at the top of the page. Mommy, what day is it? Um, I think it's Tuesday, uh, maybe July, maybe, I don't know. So, you know, we've lost track of time. Uh, with things being kind of abnormal. But anyway, I thought some of these were really cute uh, parents that were tweeting about their experience homeschooling. And I know there's some funny stories out there. There's lots of funny stories that parents have. And some very sad ones, too. <laughs> but uh, it's it's all good. You know, memes are big nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so here's one. It's got Dorothy with the Good Witch. Mm-hmm. And it says, Homeschooling Imagined. And then it says, Homeschooling Reality. And it's Dorothy with the Wicked Witch. <laughs> uh, 
Ashley used to call it the Naked Witch. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't like that. She liked the movie, but she would just scare her to death. Um, you know, it's your your parents are not really getting a break. It seems like, and so <laughs> this is. Here's one. If you see my kids locked outside today, mind your own business. We're having a fire drill. Ah, I saw a tweet with that, too, that said that. That's funny. You see my kids outside, we're having a fire drill. Um, that would be a break, uh, but we don't recommend that you lock your kids outside. But anyway, you know, we can laugh about these things, but the thing is, is that they're very true. You know, some some parents, and I would be right in there, there are some subjects and some things that just uh, you might not be that knowledgeable about. It's been a long time since you've been in school and since you've been learning some of those things. And we have a tendency to forget if we don't use it in our everyday life. So don't feel like you're a failure or that you don't know what's going on. It's just it's been a long time. And uh, you need to refresh your memory on some of those things. But helping your kids will help you be able to do that. And you'll make it through. And remember that you can always contact uh, the schools or the teachers for the help that you need because they're there to help you finish the year and uh, to do it successfully. That's their desire as your child's teacher. I know that um, there's a sadness in their heart that they don't get to see the kids and say goodbye to them and finish out the year. You know, when you're a teacher and you're not teaching, you're there's a lack in your life. So, And parents are falling into that category where they've got to do all of it right now and so it is is quite stressful it's a i just can't even imagine i'm so glad we don't have kids at home good night i mean it boggles the mind i looked at eighth grade math recently i can't teach eighth grade math much less anything higher than that good night well, then you went and got your emergency certification. Right. You were going to teach school, and that was math and science. Math. I was going to be a math teacher, but <laughs> no, I could handle junior high, but not at the eighth grade level. Golly. You can. You just start giving yourself credit. I would have to go back you, to school. You wouldn't have passed the test if you couldn't do it, but <laughs> and you passed. So I'm telling yourself, you, it's hard. Yes, it is hard. It is hard. And I'm sure that the parents are out there thinking, what the heck is going on here? Let's just move on to the next subject. Uh, but, you know, there's some help out there. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> that's what hearing parents saying. saying, well, you don't need that anyway. You never use that in real life. That's I right. mean, that's the argument. Yeah, well, here we, here we go. Uh, we're going to have our math lesson today. We're going to uh, make a grocery list and make the budget of what we have for our grocery shopping today. We're going to go to Walmart and we're going to grocery shop, and that's, you know, our math for today. That, that would be an example of a life skill. So, um, you know, kids are learning. Getting a kid to figure out batting average was always a good way to get him to understand percentages and things yeah. like that. Yeah, so it's like bringing some of those fun things in that kids enjoy and can relate to can help you be able to make it through uh, the next few weeks. And just remember, it's just the next few weeks. And wherever we are in the fall, uh, I believe that everyone will be better prepared because it won't be thrown at us. We'll be able to develop and to be able to... Uh, find a plan and and things will go back to somewhat normal um, but regardless of whether or not in school or out of school uh, we'll have a little bit more time to develop and prepare a plan for where we're going to be in the fall so 
you just got a few more weeks to make it through and then summer will be here and then we'll tackle what's going to happen with the fall when we get there but what a year 2020 has been yeah. we're already in may yeah oh it's affected uh the pandemic has affected everyone in every Everything. area of your life and I'll tell you what, young people that are school age will never forget this. Mm -mm. And especially those, especially those that this was their senior year. Oh, it's those that were going from you know uh, elementary school to middle school and uh, middle school to high school. You know those transitions that they make, uh, the that mark in their life, and uh, they're, you know, they've been kind of robbed of something this year, but. You know, it, it, it will all work itself out. But the thing is, is that uh, the older kids we were talking about that are finishing um, at-home schooling, they're learning a great discipline uh, that they're going to need if they go off to continue their education because no one at college is holding your hand. And uh, you've got to, of course, you show up for class, but, um, but you're... If you don't, they don't <laughs> care. If you fuck well, out, they don't care. Well, and even though you're in <laughs> class, you've got, I mean, you know, you gotta do it. three times as much homework for one class that you're That's not doing right. in class. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a good, look at it this way. You know, it's a good discipline for your older kids to say, you know, this is how you're going to have to discipline yourself and organize yourself to, to be able to pass when you go on to continue your education, because that's on you. They'll take your money, and like you said, they don't care if you come to class or not, but they, uh, they'll sure flunk you. And I'll tell you what, in mm -hmm. the real world, there is no such thing as an excused absence. That's they right. don't listen to excuses. There's 10 people waiting for your job. So That's right. Or 100. That's right. So homeschooling or at-home schooling, uh, which is what they are referring to it as um, um creating quite a, um, what do I want to say, not an upheaval, but uh, quite an, an, an uh, experience. Quite an event, that's <laughs> Quite for an sure. event uh, for the next few weeks anyway until school is out, and then some parents may be continuing on to do the traditional homeschooling uh, after they've had a taste of it, and some may have had a taste of it and say, no way in the world will I ever do this, and why did I even think I could? And if this uh, comes up next year, guess what? No school at home. No school at home. Yeah. Well, you'll do what you have to do, but it, it uh, definitely is, uh, everybody's circumstance is different. Every family is different. Every uh, situation is different, <laughs> but don't forget, you're not alone. Misery loves company. Right. You're not alone. Uh, reach out and and let someone help you if you need help. It's okay. Uh, we're here to tell you that uh, you, if you think you're the only one that's struggling or that needs help, let me tell you, you are probably not. We know that there oh, are a definitely. lot of people out there. So don't feel like that uh, you can't reach out to the schools or reach out to someone to get the help that you need. And we're going to continue on with uh, schooling and um, parenting and some different things that we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks uh, to help parents to kind of help deal and cope with going back into the workforce and, you know, what do we do now, uh, especially families, because families are a real critical place right now. So... Um, we want to give some insights and some wisdom to that. So great things to come uh, for the rest of May and uh, into June uh, right here on At Home with Debbie Rule every Sunday night 
at 6 o'clock p.m. We're here to help you with some insights on different things that have to do with home, family, and relationships. And we love it when you join us. It has been a great being with you. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love to hear from you, spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here on At Home with Debbie Rule at uh, KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.